Breakups are often the symptom of problems in a relationship. My workbook series, The Knowledge, is focused on helping you change your life in four key areas. Retaining the information that I teach, personal growth, improving your relationships, and of course, reattracting your ex. Available now at AskCraig.net. Hi there, I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and in this video I'm going to be talking about the fear of never seeing your ex again. Okay, this is a really difficult topic because, quite honestly, it's a really real possibility. If you're going through a breakup, there is the very real possibility that at this point, depending upon where your breakup is or where you're at in it, you might not see your ex again. And it really hurts. Okay? It really, really hurts. And I did some thinking before I did this video about where I was at emotionally when I was going through this. And I could tell you it was horrible for me. Uh, just like I have shared with you guys in a lot of my other videos, I was in absolute excruciating physical pain over my breakup. I know a lot of you guys don't get a lot of the symptoms that I did, but for me, one of the worst ones was I literally felt like I had a gaping hole in my chest, okay? It really just felt like there was, like, it was hollow, there was nothing there, and it just hurt all the way in my chest. And when I would think about not being able to see my ex again, or her daughter, um, who I was absolutely so attached to, it hurt me more than any other pain I've ever experienced. And, you know, looking back at my experiences with breakups, it really does blow me away how it was worse than even losing my mom. The pain was worse. I don't know why. Logically, it doesn't make sense, but it did. And, you know, I was thinking about this for you guys because I know it is such a difficult thing because I can't tell you that it won't happen right? It very well could happen, and it's a real possibility that you might not see them again. Now, in a lot of cases, you will, but some of you, you won't. Um, and, you know, when I think about where the pain is from, I look at the evolutionary biological perspective of being a human being. And as I've told you guys before, we are wired to connect. Our attachment to others is also directly related to our safety and our own survival. I mean, if you think back to your childhood, if you got uh, disconnected or lost your family, it meant you could very well die, right? So, because human beings have our attachment to others as our primal way of staying safe, what happens is our very existence feels threatened, okay? And so the pain that we're feeling is our body trying to tell us you've got to reconnect with your loved one or you're going to die. So for those of you that had attachment trauma in your childhood, maybe you were abandoned or left alone in the crib a lot or just not taken good care of, you're going to be more sensitive in this area because that pain is directly related to how you felt as a child, right? And I know that 
I had tremendous amounts of anxiety as a kid. My mom had a lot of anxiety. My parents split uh, when I was about a year and a half old, I believe, maybe a little bit less. Um, going to my dad's didn't feel good. It just brought up this constant pain for me and this massive amount uh, of anxiety. And so when I go through breakups, that is what I was experiencing, that physical pain that you literally feel like you're going to die. Why? Because it's your body, your brain, with, with like this alarm system saying, reconnect or you're going to die, right? If you're a child and you lost your parents, reconnect with them. you got to go back or you're going to die. You can't survive out there. It's that same alarm system, but now it's in regards to a uh, romantic partner. So it's this sense, this primal panic that you're experiencing and that is why it physically hurts okay your body wants you to physically hurt because it's trying to keep you alive right so it would rather you feel these feelings of physical pain to go back to your loved ones than actually die right so it's like an alarm system saying get back get back with your loved one or you're gonna die and so if you couldn't turn that off in your childhood it's gonna be a real struggle to turn it off as an adult, but you're an adult, you have a lot more abilities to understand things and to adapt, and that takes time, okay? And one of the tougher things about life is that we are going to lose people, okay? Whether they move or they die, uh, sickness or an accident, it happens. And, you know, we don't like to think about it, but you know, you could lose a friend in a car accident and not think, well, this is the last time I'm going to ever talk to this person or see them again. But when you're going through a breakup, it's in the forefront of your mind. And this is why I tell you guys, you know, you've got to really think, okay, you might only get one other opportunity to turn things around with your ex. That's the reality, okay? Every situation really is very different. And for all you guys that are watching this video, the, when you get advice, and I see people taking advice from people in the comment section that are also hurting, it can be, uh, they could be coming from a difficult place too. So be careful when you're listening to them too, because they're also hurting. And, you know, I know some of you guys are in better places, but some of you are really, really struggling, and yet you're trying to give advice to people when you're not in a good place to give it. Okay, so... Personal growth is absolutely critical to improving your chances at turning things around with your ex. And oftentimes you guys will tell your ex right away, I've changed, I've changed. Well, no, you haven't really changed. You might be aware that there's a problem and now you're taking it seriously, but that does not signify personal growth. And guys, that is why I did the workbooks for you guys. And you don't understand that the amount of work that it took me and the person that I hired, well, I had actually hired multiple people to help me with this, one full-time. Because personal growth is the key to making a relationship work. And I am getting great results with people and the workbook feedback has been so good so far. Guys, I can tell you, you know the, the material that Margaret and I put out there are very different than anything you've ever heard before. Anybody that's been on my channel for even more than a week knows that, right? Maybe even sometimes less than that. But 
you see what we put out and the difference that we put out. I made sure that I did that with this workbook series. The vo It's called The Knowledge. Uh, and it's volumes one through five I have out right now. And I'm also working on other projects that are just in the early stages. But I'm telling you guys, I put a lot of hard effort into these things. They look beautiful. They are amazing. And they are going to challenge you. You're not going to expect the level of challenge that you're going to get. I could tell you that. But it's for your best interest, right? It's like if you really want personal growth, you, you have to put in actual work. It's not just some fantasy like some other people, but then they don't actually give you any real hardened advice where you could sit down and read it. Okay? With this, you're going to be able to see it. Okay? Uh, and I got a really great email today. Actually, I had two emails today that I'm going to get into. The first one was somebody that had to share their experience with the workbook so far. You can hear for yourself, guys. And I also put stuff on Twitter, by the way. Go to my Twitter, Ask Craig Kenneth, and you can see um, some feedback. I put interesting things up there, sometimes funny things. Uh, but I can't share these things in the video, so go on there, too. So the first email I got is from a guy that I did, I think, four Skype coachings with. And actually, one of them was this week. And he wanted to share with you what his thoughts were so far. And he said, hey, coach, I wanted to do a follow-up with your workbook series, The Knowledge. Your workbooks are really one of a kind. When I first purchased them, I noticed that the moment I started working on them, for once in the past two months, when I started the work on the workbooks, the obsessive thinking of my ex stopped. And that is one of the things that I was hoping would happen for you guys, is that when you're focused on the workbooks, you're kind of laser focused. And it keeps you from getting distracted thinking about the X and all of those variables that your mind just keeps wandering to, right? He goes on to say, My day starts and ends just thinking about my ex, but when I work on the books, the thoughts of my ex stop. I love how your workbooks focus on multiple skills, not just getting an ex back. And what I did with these things is these are really well-rounded and they're going to challenge you to think about a lot of different things and also retaining the information. So when you get in front of your ex, it improves your opportunity to really show them how you are a different person. I recommend that your viewers purchase your workbooks and book Skype coachings also because it's true, you will feel 100 times better. Your workbooks have really helped me understand myself and my attachment style and why I did the behaviors I did with my recent ex. Thank you for your hard work, Craig. Every Skype coaching we have done so far has helped me learn more about myself. I hope I will have a success story the next time I send you an email and hopefully the subject to the email is I finally moved on. But until then, I'll stay strong and watch your videos every day and work on your workbooks. Thank you, Coach. I'll be booking another Skype coaching when I get back from my trip. And to all your viewers out there, stay strong. No contact really works. But during the no contact period, work on yourself. And take the time to consider whether that X is really worth it or not. So... 
Thank you so much for those kind words about the workbooks. I've been getting a lot of great feedback and I hope you guys share it with me and your experiences with it too. I put out almost 500 videos before I created any kind of product for you guys because I wanted to sit back and really figure out what was going to help you the best. And I really believe that these workbooks are a really, really good thing for you to internalize. You can write your answers directly on the PDF on your phone or on your computer and it's I think you're just going to love it. You can click right on the title of the video that you watch and it takes you directly to it. You don't have to do any searching. We made it super easy for you guys. So thank you again for those kind words and I hope that when you are going through them you share your experiences and how they've helped you change and grow. The second email I got today is from a couple that's in their mid-twenties and they've been together for about five years. So long relationship especially considering their age. So. What they said was, I have become too independent on him, which led to arguments. So, she probably has an anxious attachment style, right? She goes on to say, I am a complete wreck. I did everything wrong, super clingy, argumentative, and needy. So you could see, she's got, she's got to have some kind of attachment trauma that she's this hurt, she's struggling this much, she has this much pain over the breakup, right? She goes on to say that the two biggest problems in the relationship were her codependency and her lack of motivation. She says, we have been back and forth since before the breakup. I have done every single thing wrong to push him away. Blowing up his phone, picking arguments, the whole nine yards. He would initiate contact about 85% of the time. We originally planned on having a break to work on ourselves, but the fighting led to a full-fledged breakup. And that's partially because of her behavior here and no emotional self-control. She would get so upset, she just couldn't stop herself. And you have to. If you don't grow in these areas, you're just going to destroy the relationship. A little over a week ago, he said he was completely done. That he never wanted to see me again. And after a few texts and trying to call him, he blocked my number. And on apps. But he still has me on some social media. Okay. So, she kept pursuing and pursuing and harassing. And he finally got to the point where he said, I'm done. I'm over this. I never want to see you again. It's over. One of the worst things you could hear, right? So, what you'd have to do here is you'd really have to take a step back and try and control yourself, which would be very difficult because it hurts so bad, right? So you're in this excruciating amount of pain and the only thing that will relieve that pain is the person, right? And, and they don't want anything to do with you. She goes on to say, communication was amazing throughout June, and he even wanted to see me until we argued about another woman he was previously sleeping with when we first broke up. We have not seen each other since the breakup due to me having to move back to an, another country. See, now they're really far apart, and they're in completely different countries, and so she feels like it's even worse. 
I feel like my situation is hopeless, and I have completely ruined any chance to hear from him again, let alone getting back together or seeing him again. Well, I could see why you're feeling like this, because, well, he flat out told you he never wants to see you again. But people do say things when they're upset, and they often don't mean it. Even if they meant it at that time, it doesn't mean they're going to stay feeling that way. Because I tell you guys all the time, feelings change like the clouds that move across the sky. I believe he has an avoidant attachment style, and I have an anxious attachment style. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't know about him, but she sounds anxious. I have also been recently been diagnosed with BPD, depression, and anxiety, which feels like I ruined the relationship and took control of my emotions. Okay, so I don't know if you were diagnosed previously or it's, you know, recent, but if it was just recent after this breakup, I would, you know, question that. I mean, if it's been going on for any length of time, which it may have been because of all the symptoms you expressed in the relationship. Um, so, you're starting to become aware of things, and that is the best thing you can do to correct them, okay? But I can see you're probably very depressed over this and have a lot of guilt because of your behavior. Now you're starting to recognize, oh my gosh, I was doing all these things wrong, and that just makes us feel worse. He begged me to go to therapy, and when I finally do, he starts going and he blocks me. Yeah, he probably got fed up because he took so long. I've been working out, going out with friends, trying to be more social and independent, but it didn't seem like it helped at all. He tells my dad a week later that he doesn't know if we're going to get back together. I know I should leave him alone and have tried no contact since the block and that he is casually seeing other women who just recently got out of a marriage with another woman of seven years. Okay, so he's dating a woman that just got out of a marriage to another woman. So she's probably exploring, thinking, well, it didn't work with a woman. Maybe it'll work with a guy this time. Let me try this guy. And, of course, he's just coming out of a five-year relationship. So that's just doomed to fall apart. These two people are just coming out of breakups. The chances of that lasting are small, especially because she was a lesbian, or at least bisexual, right? Also, his mom just got into no contact with me for the first time since the breakup, saying she and the family miss me and want to see me. Oh, I think she meant to say that the mother broke no contact. She said got into it. He just seems happier and better off without me in his life. I have been an absolute mess, and the thought of him moving on and never seeing him again is really killing her, right? I think I might have damaged the bond we had beyond repair. Should I just give up and move on, or do you have a plan in mind? Well... I think that there's a good chance that this guy still really cares about you. I mean, you were together for five years. You've probably exhausted him. And at this point, he probably feels like, nope, I don't want anything to do with her. I'm done. I'm over it. I don't want to hear from her. However, if you give him some time to calm down, I think he's probably going to reach out to you and say, you know what, I, I was upset and I was angry. And maybe he'll say he doesn't want to work things out because he doesn't think you're going to change. But if you really do change, obviously he's going to see it. He'll sense it. People pick up on it, okay? Just like I have people all the time 
that will do Skypes with me, and for some reason the same day or the next day, their ex reaches out after months. I don't know. There's just like a disturbance in the force. I can't explain it other than that. I just really believe that these things happen all the time. As a matter of fact, I literally had a guy today have his ex reach out this morning, and we had a Skype this afternoon. He didn't even know they were going to talk. He was, he said it was two months. It was two months since they had heard from her, or he had heard from her, and she messaged him this morning, and then she wound up calling him, and probably no more than an hour before we wound up talking, and they hadn't talked in months. I see these things all the time, and I just really believe that if you really focus on personal growth and making the changes and doing all the things that you have to do to, to grow and to improve on you know, emotional self-control, learning about attachment, learning about um, love languages, communication skills, all of these things that I teach, you're going to put yourself in a better position when it does happen. It may not happen right away, and he is still angry and upset at you, so it might not happen for some time, but what's the difference? If, if it happens and you have that opportunity again, wouldn't you rather have that than not happening at all? You know, that's something you got to think about. Of course, you don't want to put your life on hold forever. And I would never tell you guys to do that. But I think in this situation, a long-term relationship, things are very heated right now. Probably said some things he doesn't really mean. And if you give him some time, he'll probably reach out. And then you can try and repair things from there. So, if you want to get my help personally, just go to my website, AskCraig.net. Sign up for the coaching option that works best for you. I do email coaching. I do Skype coaching. If you got to get with me right away, I do offer emergency Skype coaching. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Margaret is also available for Skype coaching too. But that's it for this video. I'm Coach Craig Kenneth, and I will talk with you soon. I'm Craig Kenneth, a relationship coach and a psychotherapist. Every relationship is different and every breakup is different. Work with me and you'll get professional help on your situation. Just click on the link in the description below or go to my website, AskCraig.net.